The Israel Report with Rolie Marks. We have certainly kicked the gremlins out of studio. Joining us now on the line, looking forward to our chat today with Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Rolene, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. Good afternoon. I do like it when you kick a good gremlin out. <laughs> Great to have you on board, Rolene. Let's get started with the conversation. Let's at least elaborate somewhat also on what we were meant to discuss yesterday. But let's start with uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu's response to the silence of women's groups regarding October the 7th. And, of course, what we wanted to broach yesterday, uh, the UN hearing uh, on the women's groups regarding uh, their reaction to October the 7th. You. Well, as listeners will know, this is an, an issue I feel very strongly mm. about being uh, not just a woman, but a, a Jewish woman, an Israeli woman, and also being part of a women's organization that has faced a wall of silence by uh, women's organizations around the world. I can speak to personal experience with the International Alliance of of women, but mm. we have seen a wall of silence uh, with regards to the brutal rapes, mutilations, and murders of Israeli women and girls on the seventh of. As we speak, is the 16 days of activism uh, against violence against women, and rape was used as a particular weapon of war. Of that day, Hamas uh, terrorists who have been interrogated have said how they were ordered to rape women, to take children. Why did they take the children? They said to dirty them, to dirty the women, to dirty the children. They came with the intention of doing exactly that. These are our sisters, our daughters, our mothers. Uh, and to have the uh, United Nations be silent, only issuing uh, a comment 57 days later and having other women's organizations all these feminists be silent is absolutely uh, b beyond comprehension. When we say me too, it's not me too unless you're a Jew. Mm. When we say believe all women, we say believe all women, including Israeli women. And the Prime Minister in a press conference last night, very, very emotional, he said, what is wrong with you? Why are you silent? Is it because these are Jewish women? Uh, and it's a sentiment that was echoed by U.S. President Biden, who also said that the silence of, uh, of um, women's organizations, of women, ha has been utterly appalling. Gal Gadot, our very own Wonder Woman, has said the world has failed us. The world has failed women. Uh, and even in our own dealings every day speaking to people, I don't think people are actually internalizing and comprehending just how brutal these attacks mm. on Israeli mm. women and girls were. <laughs> Thank goodness we have the media, and I have to give... Uh, Convert to the New York Post, the Daily Mail, the Sun newspaper, the Times of the United Kingdom, and even the Guardian, uh, traditionally very anti-Israel, who have highlighted the plight of Israeli women uh, culminating in that um, event at UN headquarters on Sunday called Hear mm. Our Voices, where we had uh, people like Sheryl Sandberg, uh, former Secretary of State Hillary Rodham Clinton uh, and people like Sherry Mendes who uh, prepared the bodies 
of mutilated and raped Israeli soldiers for for burial, and and um, the police superintendent who took down testimonies. This was a grave crime against humanity. It is not one that can be or should ever be faced with a wall mm. of silence. Rowling, did any of the the leaders of these groups did they voice any response concerning uh, having been rallied into or to you know like to question their stance on the matter? Well, I can tell you from personal experience that I've had with the International Alliance of Women, when I wrote to them on behalf of uh, World Wheatsa, along with all our federations, the response I got was, we'll put a statement in our newsletter next month. Oh. Israeli women and girls are not a byline in the newsletter. UN women have said, yes, there will be an investigation. We haven't heard from the Red Cross. We haven't heard from the World Health Organization. Wow. And one of our grave concerns, our grave concerns expressed by doctors today is not only the, um, the situation for our hostages who still remain um, held in captivity by Hamas, some of them taken with uh, their limbs blown off, we know of uh, Hirsch his arm was blown off, some with shrapnel wounds, some with head wounds, some with medical needs, but also amongst those taken were women and girls who were sexually abused. It's unbelievable, Roni. There's a clear bias going. It must be. It has to be a clear bias going on. Uh, what else can explain it? Well, but anyway, let's see what happens. Or let's see what transpires from this. It's, it's just, yeah, try, one trying to wrap one's mind around, yeah, if it happened to someone else, can you imagine the response to that? We can only imagine, can't we? But anyway. Exactly. Yeah, Roland. Uh, okay, so let's just move on and look at... Um, an escalation of operations in Gaza. Where do things stand right now? We have seen intensified fighting in the Gaza Strip uh, as the ceasefire ended last week. There have been quite a significant amount of rockets fired towards Israel today. Some from the north, uh, the IDF is hitting Hezbollah. Uh, uh, targets inside southern Lebanon, but also coming from Gaza, specifically to the areas of Beersheba and surround. Uh, yesterday we had towards Tel Aviv in the center, some of those rockets actually hitting buildings. Uh, there's, a, there's video footage of, of two young guys walking in Tel Aviv when a, some shrapnel comes crashing down in front of them, which is naughty boys. Mm -hmm. We are advised to stay in our shelters for at least 10 minutes um, You know, after an interception. Right. We've had rockets here in, in, in Modi Inn in recent days, but uh, the IDF preparing to pump seawater into the tunnels that they Oh, yes. But today, a massive, massive cache of rockets, UAVs, anti-tank missiles, and other weapons found in a residential area in Khan Yunus, very, very close to schools and very close to a clinic. So mm. when we talk about asymmetrical warfare and the embedding of Hamas within the civilian infrastructure, this is exactly what we are talking about. And you can understand... When we say we are trying to do the best we can to ensure that there 
are as few civilian casualties as humanly possible, but you can understand seeing just how densely populated uh, the strip is, just how embedded Hamas is, right. how difficult this task is. Rowling, you've just reminded me of something. Uh, we were going to broach this issue yesterday regarding the flooding of tunnels. What was the debate around that? Hi, Rowling. Well, they, oh, sorry. Uh, the the RDF chief of staff says it's a good idea. Uh, you know, obviously the RDF have cleared out those tunnels. There can be, you know, no signs of, of hostages or anybody. Then what they'll do, and you can actually see they've prepared the pumps. They're okay. going to flood those tunnels with seawater. Now, this is okay. a practice that Egypt have undertaken. You know, we forget that Egypt has a maritime blockade on, on Gaza and that... Um, Tunnels leading from the Strip into Egypt as well were also flooded with water. The Egyptians not taking uh, any nonsense from Hamas. Wow. Okay. And, of course, now there's still that tunnel issue. There were reports of, wow, the IDF uncovering, well, <laughs> going after Hamas leadership and whatever, and also what they're still uncovering there in this tunnel issue, as we discussed the other day. It really is becoming more of a, 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 a warren of uh, intrigue. It is. It's, it's, a, it's a rabbit swollen underground. It is a, a, a metro, very, very sophisticated. And again, we ask the world, why aren't you asking the important questions? Right. Like, is this where our money went to? Instead of the billions of dollars in aid that, uh, that we sent to build infrastructure to improve the lives of Palestinians, look at what you did with all of our money. And you can actually see in the footage and the images um, shown by the, the IDF, you can see the UNRWA and the United Nations branding in those tunnels. It, wow. It's really, really astonishing. Wow. <laughs> okay, so, Rolene, let's move on now to um, the hostage situation. We have a returned hostage now who's facing health issues. This is Hannah Katsio. Hannah was released within the first group. Her daughter has said she has developed a very, very serious heart condition. She says every day, you know, she's still almost being held hostage now with her, her health condition. We're hearing horrific stories coming from the hostages as much as they are able to speak. Mm. We also have to understand they're not giving too much away. They're still concerned about family members, uh, friends, community members that are being held hostage. But yesterday, the Israeli health officials in uh, an address to the Knesset saying that those hostages that were released were drugged. They were tranquilized yeah. before they were released so that they would appear relaxed and, and, and happy. And the stories are horrific. Not being able to clean themselves for nearly 60 days, wow. uh, you know, barely getting any food, uh, children branded with the, by the exhaust pipe of motorbikes in case they, they escaped, the psychological torment, the physical torment that these hostages have and are still enduring. And just to con conclude very quickly, we have uh, the Hamas uh, visiting South Africa. Well, I have a lot yeah. to say about that. None of it particularly polite, but the, South Africa, I ask you, will you tolerate these rapists, these butchers, 
these murderers, these genocidal maniacs on your soil. Mm. It is absolutely mind-boggling. The entire world, barring real pariah rogue states, recognizes Hamas as a terror entity, a terror organization. Again, we're in the 16 days of activism against violence against women, and they're sitting in South Africa, are uh, arch-rapists and butchers. Mm. Indeed. This is absolutely untenable and is a violation of everything that South Africans fought for to defeat after the years of apartheid. You underlined the point so well there, Rolin, but we have to leave it there. Rolin, thank you so much for joining us once again on the Afternoon Overdrive to give your report back on what's happening in Israel at the moment and where the world stands regarding Hamas, where Israel stands regarding Hamas, where everything stands regarding what is happening at the point at this point in time. Roland Marks, our correspondent from Israel, that's what's happening in that part of the world right now.